Hello, welcome to the Sports Countdown podcast with myself, Ryan Murray, and the unflappable Peter Lynch. Today, we're going to be talking about probably the most polarizing topic we've had on this podcast so far. We're going to be discussing Cristiano Ronaldo. He's hit the 700 club. He's there by himself, but Mm -hmm. is he still that elite player that we once saw at Juventus and Madrid? And I guess you could say last year with United. But before we do that, going to have to give a big shout out to Freelance Football Ops, as always. Pete usually has the pleasure of uh, shouting them out. Mm-hmm. But huge supporters of the podcast. They, they, they're a super group. You know, they do paid football media roles for people looking to get into the industry or people who are just there looking for a bit of a side gig, a little bit of a hustle on the side to make some more money and experience. So make sure Twitter, LinkedIn, give them a shout out. Tell them we sent you. Um, and yeah, good luck hunting, hunting on there. Mm-hmm. So Pete. Yes, sir. Into it. Let's get into it. Cristiano Ronaldo, you either love him or you hate him, but there's no denying that he's been one of the most influential players in the history of football ever. Yeah. What do you think? Tell me. I mean, as a Liverpool fan, I hated him for a long, long time, you know, because he was always, when he was at United, he was always, just always scoring goals, always doing damage. Um, and even then he went to Madrid. I remember he scored against us um, in the Champions League. Yeah, he's always just, I mean, it's Ronaldo. I don't know what you can say, really, other than he's just right up there. One of the best players there ever has been and there ever will be. Um, yeah. But as you say, yeah, he's hit 700 club goals. But, I mean, it's kind of, it's coming. The minutes are few and far between this season. So, whether or not yeah. he's still at his very best, it's it's hard to know. But I'm sure we'll we'll discuss it in detail. So, you know, before I guess we go into a bit of his career, you know, I, I think we can't talk about him now and him being CR 700 without talking about where he's been. Mm-hmm. But... I think, you know, maybe it could be good just to highlight, you know, his situation this year and what makes this such an interesting topic and why we're even debating a player who has 700 goals yeah. coming this season, uh, this landmark, that that is he still, you know, in that crop with the elite, you know, that I guess you could say the top three Ballon d'Or players or the top five in contention there, you know, the top ten, the ones who you really think are going to go and change the game and could win something by themselves. So, Ronnie, this season, United, it, it's been a huge topic. You know, United have been up and down, coming on the up now. And and he, he's he been a peripheral figure almost. Um, and, you know, he only got a 700 goal, you can argue, because Martial came off injured, which... Yeah. Sounds pretty crazy to say. So, you know, what are you thinking of Ronaldo this season so far? And and what do you think he's going to go on to do in the, uh, you know, the rest of the season? Do you think he can pick it up? Or do you think this is this is what life is like for him now? Yeah, good question. Um, I think, first of all, I was, I mean, happy to see him, even though I am a Liverpool fan, as mentioned. It was great to see him score a 700th goal. Um, and who better to come against Everton, to be fair? Um, Merseyside rivals. But... Yeah, I think it's been a difficult season for him, but I, I I knew this was coming. I think a lot of people did. A lot of United fans knew it was coming because Ten Hag, you know, he was never going to play Ronaldo with that with his system and what what kind of football he wants to play. Um, you know, a lot of people say he's very selfish. He doesn't run a lot. 
Um, so that's kind of one side of the coin. And I, I do understand that Ten Hag doesn't want to play that way. So he's definitely not going to play. Um, so the same side, yeah, he's got, he's not getting a lot of Premier League minutes, but then he's going to start in the Europa League for you, which is just ridiculous. I mean, to have a player of that standard starting um, in the Europa League for your team is just, you know, another level. And they haven't been doing great, which, I mean, it's not all Ronaldo's fault, of course, but, and he's been struggling as well in the competition, but still, I mean, he's shown time and time again that he can win games. Um, he showed it against Everton. You know, they won at the weekend, they won. You know, if, if he didn't score that goal, maybe it's oversimplifying it, but if he doesn't score that goal, then they don't win. Um, so, and of course, he's shown it last season. I mean, I was kind of looking up at the stats and I didn't realise how good a season he actually had. He scored 18 goals in the Premier League, which is crazy, um, and six in the Champions League. And he was their top goal scorer in both competitions. So, I mean, that doesn't say a lot, then I don't know what does. Um, so I think, I mean, yeah, he's coming down a bit and towards the end of his career, he's 37 years old, but I think it's still massive for United, especially the time they're going through to have a player like that, even in and around the changing room, you know. Um, yeah. I think you and I both know, having played, you know, at a certain level, you have people that you're looking up to in the changing room, you know, whenever you're a younger guy. Um, mm -hmm. And to have someone like Ronaldo in there, it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing to look up to him and even his physicality, which gets talked about a lot, but, you know, his physique and his stature as well for someone who's 37. So, yeah, some going. And I just as well, must touch on the Manchester derby. You know, Ten Hag said he didn't bring him on out of respect for Ronaldo, which didn't go down well with a lot of people. But I'm going to be honest, I, I like that, to be honest, because I think Ronaldo does deserve a lot of respect. And to bring him on in that game, it would have been somewhat insulting. So, yeah, that's that's the way I see it at the minute. Very interesting view, Pete. Um, you must, I must say, you know, um, and yeah, I have short point, but I agree with you. You know, his time's going to be limited just due to the fact, you know, his age and as much as he looks at it, he is not Superman. So why why yeah. waste him in, in a lost cause? But let me take you back, right? He's 37 years old, as you said, but he made his debut when he was 17, right? Mm -hmm. That's, you know, we've, we've almost had 20 years of Cristiano Ronaldo without us realising yeah. Obviously, back playing for his his, his home club, uh, Sporting Lisbon, he got the call up at 17 years old, and you know the rest was really history. There, he he you know he he hardly played for the B team. He went straight up into the uh, the first team and had a full season, you know. And it's interesting because when you look at him there, you don't think he's going on to have the career that he's had now. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, he, he was great and he was individually, he was amazing. He was skillful. He had flair. Uh, he scored one or two really amazing goals uh, there, you know, long, mazy runs. But, you know, we, we see that from a lot of players, you know, now yeah. still these players who are great on the ball, technical and doing it. So he, he, there was something there, but there's no way we can really say is anything special. So. What I want to talk more about is Ronaldo when he came to United and, you know, he became this this figure that you couldn't escape, you know, this young 18-year-old who's came in with with all the hype, you know, and all the skills and the tricks. And the Ronaldo I remember from back then, and not to brag, but back in the day, I was a ball boy at Wigan. So I used to get pitch side and see him do his uh, his step overs. Was that, you'd think, what what is he doing? Like, you know, he's doing a step over for the sake of it and... You know, being that guy that 
you hate because he's got all the skill, but he's not doing, you know, he could do so much more. Mm-hmm. And that's what we saw at the start. And I, what I want to ask you is like, what do you think about, you know, we talk about Sir Alex Ferguson here. Um, what do you think Ronaldo's career would be like if Sir Alex Ferguson wasn't there to kind of mold him into this, this player, which is more than just this one dimensional dribbler who, who can do skills? Yeah, I mean, you took, I mean, you, I was just about to mention Sir Alex, but you beat me to it because I think he deserves a lot of credit, obviously, for, for bringing him to Manchester. You know, he did it with a lot of players. Uh, Vidic is another one. Pretty obscure mm-hmm. signing out of nowhere and look what, look what it turned into. So, yeah, Ronaldo was the exact same. I think as a young player, it's really important to have a good manager. And Ferguson, obviously, he was like bang in the middle of his of his glory days, you know, winning titles left, right, and center, lots of trophies. Um, so I think he developed Ronaldo a lot. Um, also the players around him, you know, he had good teammates back in those days. I think the likes of Scholes was there, Ferdinand, uh, Van der Sar, maybe you know, experienced players looking after him, a young player like that, uh, coming over, you know, especially to England as well. He probably didn't speak the language as good as he does now, things like that. So it's important to be looked after. Um. So yeah, whenever a player like that comes along, it's important to to be nurtured and not maybe thrown into things. But I remember, and I think to be honest, Ronaldo kind of took it on a bit himself. I remember him. I think it was a game against Arsenal. You know, they just tried to hack him down because he was doing so many tricks, and they got so frustrated with him. But I think he, he ended up scoring that day, at least one anyway. But that game comes to mind where he just kind of. He was so confident back then anyway already. And he knew he knew himself, if we didn't, that he was gonna be, you know, one of the best players in the world. I think that's what makes yeah. that's what makes good players. That's what makes like champions in any sport, you know. You hear from the likes of Michael Jordan, you know, his documentary or Tiger Woods, players like that. Athletes, you know, they know confidence is one of the main things, you know, if they know they're gonna do well, then they more likely than not they they go on and do very well. So I think yeah, I think Fergie was key, but I think also Ronaldo himself was was key to how he did at United, and then obviously he went on and uh started yeah. for Madrid as well. Yeah, I think you know if you if you look back at you know I think people forget that Ronaldo wasn't just at United for three or four seasons. You know, it was it was between two thousand three and two thousand and and nine that he he mm. was there, and he wasn't that out-and-out goal scorer every season. You know, the first few seasons, um, he, you know, he was scoring, you know, he wasn't scoring double figures for United. And you can argue again, you know, his position and his development at the time. But, you know, yeah. he went on to just fly up, you know. I think in 2006, he got 17 goals. And um, and then from there, you know, he was getting 30-plus uh, for the final the final two seasons. And that was playing as a winger. So, yeah, it it always leads to my mind, you know, in the sense of, you know, how many players are there out there that just didn't have that opportunity with, you know, we're talking about a football, you know, a football club that had the same manager for years. I mean, how many, how many managers can you name in the top five leagues that have had, well, it's a club, sorry, in the top five leagues that had the same manager for yeah, six years. Exactly. It's it, no. unheard of. Yeah. You know, and, and and so we see him right develop right. He, he's he's nowhere near a finished product when he's at United. Okay, even when he leaves United, but he leaves there, you know, making the team better. Um, he, you know, I think nine trophies in in six years. 
mm-hmm. um, including uh, top goal scorer. I think he still has the um, the record for the most goals for a, a winger. Um, could be wrong with that one. It could Mo Salah could have came in and, and taken that one. We'll have to check the record box. Hopefully, but... hopefully for Mo. <laughs> of course, you'd say that. Um, but look, let's talk about what the world knows Ronaldo as. You know, the Galactico, mm-hmm. eighty million pound move, uh, the biggest transfer in history at the time. Looks like a you know a, a fish a fish in the ocean in comparison to. Uh, to the the transfers that are going on these days yeah but ronaldo went what do you remember the day do you remember the time do you remember watching sky sports news or any feelings of thoughts were you were you happy as a liverpool fan that he'd uh finally left the prem or was there a bit of you that liked him no that's exactly what i was feeling honestly i do remember <laughs> it now that you mentioned it. i remember i was so happy that he left because he was just such a thorn in liverpool's side you know um and even though we did come up against him, like I said, in, in Europe, he was he was gone from playing us at least twice a season in the league. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think he was always destined for that Real Madrid move. You know, you think of the Galacticos down the years, Zidane, Carlos, Beckham, uh, the other Ronaldo. So, I think he kind of fitted in well. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people do picture him in, in that white Real Madrid talk. You know, if they look back on his most memorable moments of his career, you know, it's yeah. winning, winning those Champions Leagues, scoring so many goals, you know, from all over all types of goals, headers, volleys, free kicks, penalties, everything, you know, you name it. And he was, you know, he won games, as I said, for United there on his own. And he did that for Madrid so much. Even in a team of stars, you know, he still managed to stand out, which kind of just sums up his, his career, basically. But yeah, that was, that was a special time. And it was amazing. To, you know, you watch those games. I'm thinking back, like, Champions League matches, even now, I don't know your thoughts on, like, watching, like, PSG, for example. I really enjoy watching them because Messi's there, for example, or the same, if the exact same whenever Ronaldo was playing for Madrid. If he was injured, I, I really wasn't interested because you, you want to watch these players play. So it's, yeah, that's how important he was for them and even for me as a Liverpool fan. Yeah, I, I have to 100% agree. I think... The same goes for his international career. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, we, I, we watch, we watch, I, and what I think back to is Portugal versus Spain, opening game of the Euros. Yeah, Portugal yeah. were not on the same level as Spain, but it was Ronaldo's goals that kept them in it. Yeah, and, and 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 that's what you watch. You watch for the big moments. You want to be able to just to think back. So when we, you know, we do these podcasts, we think back to that goal. We think back to that moment. We think back to Ronaldo being the manager on the touchline yeah. for Portugal in the, in the Euros final. But also, actually, when it comes to my mind, you do know that Ronaldo was part of the Portugal team that lost against Greece in the 2004 final in the Euros. Mm. And that's 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 a thought that goes, you know, missing. You know, yeah. that, that Greece team, we could do a whole podcast ourselves mm-hmm. on that. Uh, the biggest yeah. shock ever. But, you know, Ronaldo... He was young then, and it was a redemption story almost, you can say, and and he led it there. So we we watch we watch football for these players, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and it's interesting to see. We'll talk about it soon about you know, are we coming to this sort of like new age or is the is the age just dying altogether? But let's go back to Madrid. Let's you know let's look at Ronaldo because despite the common belief that you know Madrid were this amazing incredible team, which they were. They had some seriously stiff competition there yeah. at the time. And what actually surprises me the most is actually that Ronaldo didn't win 
that many La Ligas with Real Madrid. I think only twice that he won it. Mm-hmm. But I guess taking aside La Liga and the whole Barcelona debate, we have to discuss his dominance in the Champions League. You know, the the biggest, the biggest of them all, and you know what he's been able to do there has has been to create and make a team which is serial winners. And I, I, I personally believe that he was one of the, st- the start of that. You know, from that self-confidence that he's the best in the world from, you know, day one, yeah. uh, that he's he's left behind this Real Madrid team that, of course, they were already amazing. Um, before that, 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 that believe every Champions League game they're going to win, even if they're having a rubbish season, that they're, they're going to win in the Champions League. Um yeah. What 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 do you what are your thoughts on that? What do you think about Ronaldo when you think about Champions League? What do you think about him in that Madrid shirt? Yeah, I mean, like you say, Madrid just completely different animal when it comes to European football. Um, they were dealing with Barcelona, a really amazing team, in like sort of, uh, you know, 11, 20, 2011, 2012, 13, kind of then onwards. Um, obviously Messi was helping Barcelona win titles. So, yeah, while Madrid weren't winning, they were winning the Champions League. Um, they obviously had, you know, Gareth Bale was there as well at the time, and Benzema, uh, with Ronaldo up front in that three, which is just terrifying. Um, yeah, definitely another topic we could explore someday. Kind of the best front threes there was, and that BBC as they were called, I think, once upon a time, uh, Bale, Benzema, <laughs> and Cristiano. Um, yeah, that was scary. And even you mentioned it before, like he was playing. He's a striker now, basically, but he was he was playing left wing sort of back then. That's that's kind of what I think. Um, cutting in on that right foot, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of step overs, and then just kind of unleashing, unleashing hell basically with that right foot, and then even free kicks. Um, we're definitely going to touch on that, but I think there was that spell where he was just over a free kick, and you knew it was you knew what was going to happen. You know, yeah, it's sort of like Messi these days. You kind of know it's it's going to go in. Yeah, Ronaldo's definitely lost it now. He's can't remember the last time he scored a free kick, and I don't know if we'll we'll ever see it again. But there was a stage where they just they just didn't stop going in. So that's kind of what I think of. But even even Juventus, his time at Juventus in the Champions League, you know, he won them so many games himself. Um, scored so many important goals. So yeah, just just a crazy player. And your stat on United last season, um, you know, top mm-hmm. goal scorer for United, there was six goals, and you know that was a United team that were. Not really cut out for Champions League life, I think is probably yeah. uh, the best way to say it. But look, we all know he was incredible at Real Madrid, right? His, you know, his goal tally spoke for itself. Um, and you could argue for some of it, and especially in Ballon d'Or speaking terms, he was under Messi's shadow. But you know, it, it took him a while uh, mm-hmm. to win a Ballon d'Or. You know, he won it at United, and I think the next time he won it was probably like 2015 or something like that. If if not uh, 20, you know, probably. That's wrong. 2013, it is. 2013. But that that messy shabby combination where, you know, at the time was actually questioning whether if he was the the the, the second best player, let alone uh, the first. Um and, and so we have him there. His goal tally speaks for himself, his contract's coming up for renewal, and kind of a shock, you know, he announces that he wants to go. Um and where does he go? He goes to Juventus, he goes to Italy. Becoming the most expensive player ever over the age of 30, transferring for 100 million euros. Mm-hmm. It, it's unspoken, you know, and, and you, Madrid, Madrid, uh, they have an 
incredibly intense fan base. Sorry, Madrid fans. You know, the media there are crazy. But from what I saw and understood it is that a lot of people, you know, left him with respect for what he's done. Um, you compare that to someone like, you know, Eden Hazard, uh, currently yeah. there, Gareth Bale. Yeah. You know, it's it's different. So that there is a lot saying whether you love or hate him that people are able to respect Ronaldo for what he's done and what he's accomplished with arguably, you know, the most successful European team of all times. But he moves to Juventus, right? And he does the same thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, Champions League, the league. Um, what do you what do you think about his move to Juventus? Do you think it was a step down? Do you think it was the right decision? Do you think it was just part of his character to try and prove that he's the best, not only in Europe, uh, the UK and uh, Spain, but he wanted to go somewhere else and test it and prove what he's got? Yeah, I think, I mean, even reading recently, I'm not sure how true it is, but like Haaland, for example, apparently wants to do something similar, you know, spend a few years in, in the, around the top leagues. So, yeah, I definitely don't blame Ronaldo for doing it. Um, I'm sure he got plenty of money for, for moving to Juventus. But, I mean, yeah, the, the best players, I think, want to test themselves. Italy, you know, famous country for uh, stern defences, you know, not conceding too many goals, big strict Italian defences. So maybe that was on his mind as well. Um, and obviously he scored so many goals there. But I mean, yeah, it was great to see. He, he probably won all he could, you know, at Madrid, obviously with so many yeah. trophies. Um, yeah, exactly. And as you said, well respected. I think, not sure who the quote is from exactly, forgive me, but it's like, um, Hated, adored, never ignored is how I would describe it, you know? Yeah. You love him, you hate him, but, you know, everybody's talking about him all the time. Every day you look on Twitter, he's trending, you know, for something he's done. So, and it's usually something good. Um. So, yeah. And again, good memories of him in the event of shirt, you know, it's it's not, nothing ever bad. He scored plenty of goals. You know, did all his tricks um, and was loved by Juventus fans as well and, and still is. So he leaves that mark, yeah, wherever he goes. Yeah, you, you say it right. And I think you, you sum up in a nutshell his his Juventus career. He didn't really do anything wrong. He won the league, won the Coppa Italia, he won the Supercoppa Italiana. Uh, if I believe I'm saying that right, Pete, you <laughs> should tell me. I'm uh, doing it wrong. But look, you know, he, 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 he goes there, he signs a four-year <laughs> contract and... You know, he, he, he doesn't really see it all the way out and he comes back to United. Okay, there was talk of him moving to City just before he went to United. I don't know if you remember that. And I have a few friends who were going into absolute meltdown over this, uh, but he had him on strings uh, and, he, and he rejoined United and had that season that we just spoke about um, where he was still top quality doing what he's doing. And now, as we've already mentioned, his, his season this year just has left a big question mark on what does the future look like for him and what's his role and does he still live up to that, you know, that Real Madrid shirt that you see him in, uh, Juventus shirt you see him in, or that, you know, that old school United uh, shirt you see him in. So that is the quickest and probably most disrespectful rundown of his incredible yeah. career. <laughs> so I'm really sorry for that, but go to the history books if you want to speak about it. But there's something just hold on. Something... I give him a bit of respect because oh. just to say that Juventus, I mean, look what they've look what they've turned into basically since he's left. You know, just to give him a bit of respect that they've completely crumbled since they lost him. So at least we're giving them a bit of shout out in this time. Look, Pete, we've been uh, sucking up to him quite a bit this yeah. this podcast. So why don't we see if we can change that? And you know, I feel mm. like as if you know, knowing that you're a uh, 
you're a big Liverpool fan that this uh, that I might know what you're going to say, but that there's an age old question that goes about, and you know, real Ferdinand says we should just enjoy it, but I don't think we can just enjoy it. We need to know who is the best player, you know, that in the world has been over the past, you know, uh, two decades. Is it Ronaldo or is it Messi? Okay, and what we thought we'd do, Pete, is I don't want your opinion just yet. I just want to hit you with some stats. Well, I want to know if you know the stats okay. surrounding who's the better player. So I'm going to hit you with two or three, three or four maybe. We just see what you know. Are you living up to this reputation as your your sports journalism uh, background gives you credit for? So, so you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, right. You know who's scored most goals. CR7's obviously hit the big 700. Mm-hmm. But... Do you know who has the most goals per minute? Ronaldo or Messi? Mm. I'm just use my quiz knowledge here and try and go on the basis that Messi is two years younger, maybe, than Ronaldo. So I want to say Messi just because he's he's not been about as long, but he's only like a couple of goals behind Ronaldo in the charts. So I'll go Messi. You're 100% correct. Uh, any idea how many minutes he goes with a goal? Uh, nah, that's that's for you to explain, mate. I just answer the, the question. <laughs> okay, you, I'll let you away with that. 98 minutes per goal, so oh. arguably stoppage time for both, uh, yeah, in, yeah. you know, two minutes of the first half, four or five uh, the the second half. He's arguably a goal of the game, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, you know, a goal every game in eight minutes. Um Okay, but, you know, th- th- let's move that up a bit. You know, Ronaldo, as we said, you know, he's more than just his goals, you know, his assists. So, you know, who, who's who been more uh, assisting in their career? Is it Ronaldo or is it Messi? Mm, I think it's a difficult one again, obviously, but I, I would say, I mean, they're both quite greedy, to be fair. Um, so they both want to score goals, but I'd say Ronaldo is a bit more greedy, to be honest. And I think Messi is... He kind of envisaged envisaged him, you know, slotting through balls through, or and even now he's playing sort of in a attacking midfield role, giving it to Neymar and Mbappe. So I'm gonna go for Lionel again here. You're correct. That's two for two. Uh, it's it, to be honest, it's not very close. Uh, yeah. Messi with the 290 assists. Uh, this is these are all in the official games, so no friendlies. Mm-hmm. by the way and then Ronaldo with the 199 so I'm sure yeah. this season he'll break the 200 club there which by itself is uh no mean feat um yeah, yeah. okay let's make this a bit more interesting now we spoke about this already a little bit Ronaldo is the king of the Champions League mm-hmm. you know all he does is win it and all he does is score goals in it but you can't say Messi's that much of a, a mug when it comes to the Champions League either so who's got more Champions League goals yeah, I'm I'm using my sports journalism background here because I've written about that pretty recently, I'm sure. So I know it's Ronaldo with, I want to say, like 140 goals he has. 141 goals. Oh, oh Pete. He's so close. Yes, 100% correct. 141, 127 for Messi. Yeah, yeah. But look, let's make this a bit more interesting now, right? And I'm going to give you a bit of context on this one. There's a big joke about Ronaldo and how bad he is at free kicks now. Mm-hmm. But that was not always the case, as you've already mentioned. Put him from that ball, that knuckle, you know, he made kids around the world try to do knuckle shots, yeah, uh, knuckleball yeah. shots, you know. 
And on the flip side, Messi was pretty damn awful at the start of his career, free kicks. He, it's true. But then, you know, since probably like 2017 onwards, yeah, you know, he's found his shooting boots and is, uh, you know, he, he's been getting goals. I think one season alone, he got 15 goals that were from free kicks. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, and I've given you two sides of the argument there. Yeah. Who has the most free kick goals? And I'll tell you, this is very close. There's only two goals in this. Yeah, I can imagine it's close. Um, you've really thrown me there because I had an answer in my head, but now, yeah, I'm not totally sure. I'm going to have to go for Messi again, to be honest with you. I just think, yeah, he's, he's done it more often. You want to hazard to guess how many? Absolutely not. I'm not good with the numbers. I'll take the answer. 60. 60 goals for Messi. 58 for Ronaldo. And look, one final one to get this right, okay? I'm sure Haaland will overtake them probably by the end of this season with this stat, but who has the most hat-tricks? Messi, Ronaldo? Ooh, I think Ronaldo has more hat-tricks. Well done, mate. Well done. These are all so close. Ronaldo with 39. And Messi with 36. Nice. Congratulations, mate. Uh, there was a few other stats I had on Ballon d'Ors, but we'll leave that for another time. Maybe we'll put it in the uh, the old quiz on mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Pete nice. flying. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm happy. Look, we, we, we've rambled on a lot here. So I'm just going to say, look, Ronaldo's coming to the end of his career, right? And them stats, you know, show that he's... He's incredible. And I don't think we should be really trying to say who is better. We should just let see the football speak to himself. But nothing lasts forever. Mm-hmm. What do you think's next for Ronaldo? How long do you think he's got left? What do you think he's going to do afterwards? Is he going to be a David Beckham-like figure who, who uh, you know, goes on to transcend the world of football? Or is he going to be one of these managers that we've been seeing, you know, Frank Lampard, he's going to go manage Derby or, mm-hmm. or something like that? Nah, I definitely can't see him going into management, to be honest. Um, um, I'm not, I think he'll still want to play. He's 37 years old. I, I don't think his United career is going to last too much longer, um, especially with Ten Hag in the dugout, as I said. Um, mm-hmm. I can see him sort of going to the likes of Sporting Lisbon, you know, back to, back to where it began. I think Messi will do that in Argentina. You know, Suarez, Luis Suarez has done that in Uruguay uh, with mm-hmm. Nacional. So I think... Yeah, I think Sporting would love to have him back, and I think he'd he'd like to go back there for maybe another spell. But you know, maybe he does still have his eyes on another Champions League trophy. As crazy as that sounds, um, and he's not going to get that at Man United. So I wouldn't put it past him going somewhere just for another year to try and to try and win one. Um, but yeah, I think like I can't see him yet playing till till he's forty. He's got the he's still got the stamina and the physique for it. You know, obviously he's still in much better shape than a lot of other players half his age um so yeah um and then after that who knows he's got he's got plenty of money obviously maybe a few yeah. maybe in maybe a movie or something like that or a netflix show you never know i don't think he'll he'll stick around in in coaching or stuff like that i can't see it to be honest yeah i, I have to agree with you uh sadly i think He's not. Uh, he's not made for the football world after after playing. I think he's probably too good and probably demands a bit too much to be uh, to be in them sort of roles. Yeah. Um, 
But look, I'm going to hit you with the hardest question here before we go into our countdown. I want to keep it really short and sweet. But Ronaldo, your gut feeling here, is he still an elite level player? Would you still put him in the top 20 players in the world, top 10 in the world? Tell me. Yeah, I I would. Um, it shows my maturity from hating him back in the day when he was a teenager. Now it's uh, <laughs> the respect in him. Just, I think... It's obviously a difficult time at the minute at United. He's definitely not performing as well as he could be. I think there's there's still plenty in there. Um, it was only last season, like we said, that he was winning games, scoring goals for fun. So I think if he's just in the right, maybe the right team, then yeah, he continues doing that. So I think, obviously, I mean, you have Haaland coming through now, which you just can't compare him to anyone, really. Um with the goals he's scoring and then Mbappe as well. But actually, even Haaland, you know, I think he's still behind Ronaldo in a, in a Champions League record, I believe, for the amount of goals scored in first, I don't know, first couple of matches. I can't quite remember what it is, but I know Ronaldo's still ahead of him in that regard. So, yeah, I think Ronaldo still holds plenty of records. And I think he's still, he should still be considered elite, still world-class. Yeah, even at this stage. Yeah, love it. I think you're 100% mm. correct, Pete. Uh you know, you're not going to make any enemies there, I think, apart from yeah. the Messi fans on Twitter. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully we'll avoid them for this time. <laughs> Look, we've got a happy countdown for this time. It's, you know, it's a walk down memory lane. I want you to tell me your top three Cristiano Ronaldo goals. There's been so many in the world. Mm -hmm. Tell me, number three, hit me with what it is. Yeah, I mean, there's 697 club goals that I have to miss out here, sadly. Um, as well as plenty of international goals. Um, it's definitely one of the most difficult countdowns we've had. You know, like I said, plenty of bicycles, headers, flicks, and then those free kicks. Um, I thought I would mix it up a bit and go for one um from each from one from Madrid, one from Juventus, and one from Man United. Um, uh, so number three, yeah, I've gone for a strike against Atletico Madrid in two thousand and twelve for Real Madrid, obviously. Um. He scored a hat-trick in that game, of course. You know, perfect hat-trick for Ronaldo, if you will. It was a free kick, uh, a penalty, and then one long-range effort just from the left wing. He just picked the ball up and just had a second to look up and just kind of hit one of those shots, you know, dipped, curved, just bended right into the top corner. It was just, yeah, sensational. And he was, you know, he became accustomed to scoring goals like that. So, yeah, that's my number three. Um Great. I just want to say, you, know, you didn't give it credit there, that who it was against, um, you know, uh, rivals. Uh, yeah. it's, it, you know, it, it, it sends the world crazy, yeah. especially in, in, in Madrid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did it so often. Um, so yeah, that's number three. Number two, I've gone for a match for Juventus against Sampdoria in 2019. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but a cross came in his way and he just left like a ridiculous yeah. height uh, to score a header, you know, completely iconic, you know, sort of like Michael Jordan with his slam dunk, you know, he, he just rose up in the air out of nowhere, out climbed all the defenders, was in the air for so long and, and headed his home. Um, just such a good goal to watch. Yeah, I mean, I could pick bicycles, I could pick so many different goals, but that one was just, yeah, really good to see, really good to watch. Incredible. Yeah, it goes on in folklore. Now, Pete, yeah. number one, yeah. it's going to be a United goal, so there's going to be a lot of happy listeners here that you've chosen United goal. Mm -hmm. There's a few United goals that come to memory, but 
tell me, what is it? What's the best Cristiano Ronaldo goal out of all 700? I think for me, and I think you could probably guess which one it is for United, um, but it's the free kick. I think you know already against Portsmouth, uh, 2008. You know, as I said, did not did not like him at the time as a Liverpool fan. Um, I always maybe told myself that the goalkeeper could do more in that situation. Um, I think it was David James as we were discussing. It was David before. James. Um, but Ronaldo, yeah, he just was discussing it with Rooney. I watched the back already a few times. Um, just you know, take that step back, the big long strides, the wide stance. Um. Uh, took a couple of deep breaths and then you know just the rest is history as they say absolutely banged it into the back of the net and everyone just kind of stood there and watched it but yeah it was ridiculous goal and definitely my favorite of his yeah 100% agree and my number one as well so you've chose well nice I think I for those who go now and listen um, and go to watch it what you need to do is have a look at David James's reaction and it's yeah. like the way he's he stands like it's the, by far the best. It's probably even better than the goal because it just shows how how incredible the goal was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, you know, that was when David James was still a semi decent keeper. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure he could have done much more. But look, we could have came in to do so much more on this. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, we don't have all the time in the world. We haven't even mentioned his the worst statue in the world. Yeah, in, in the airport, you know that the you know the, there's so much more we could go into, mm-hmm. and you know maybe we will down the line if we uh you know we 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 messy so not too many off, uh the 700 club only nine goals so who knows maybe I'll see yeah, you in yeah. a few weeks, uh to discuss this but um look thanks Pete for you know kind of going down memory lane with me here uh, and for maturing as an adult who can uh, mm-hmm. you know respect it beyond the lies eyes of. Uh, Anfield and uh, thanks for everyone for for listening and I hope you guys now go and have a massive YouTube sprawl of all (laughs) 700 Ronaldo goals because I'm sure there's one out there thank you very much Pete yeah pleasure man great to talk about the man himself Uh, we'll be back for more as always thanks for everyone for listening really really appreciate it have a good one thank you bye bye